Hello, everybody. Uh, we're just getting ready. Angela and I, and we are going live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and uh, the website. And it's going to take about 28 seconds for that to complete. And then we'll be live everywhere. And uh, let the lesson commence. <laughs> okay. It just gives us a chance to settle in, really. Okay, before the clock finishes and the card disappears and you see Angelica and I. Three, two, one. And there you have it. We're here. Hello, Angelica. Hello, Stephen. Long time no see. <laughs> right, as you, can, as you can tell from the shadowing today, there is sunshine in devices. It's trying to get through cloud cover, but we do have sunshine. So welcome to the show. And this is, I'm going to read this out. Uh, I'm going to take that off first. This is Ask Angelica, German language tuition, idioms and tongue twisters. H, letter H, mm -hmm. uh, season four, episode eight. Angelica, would you like to explain what we're doing? Yeah, I've, we're going up, making our way through the alphabet. And um, for today, I found uh, some idioms where one of the key words begins with an H. It's not always that easy because obviously it's more than just one word. So, But you recognize there's an H in there somewhere. And uh, you will be pleased to know that there is only one tongue twister again. Purely uh, because I only found one. And uh, I think it's reasonably easy. But who knows? Time will tell. <laughs> okay. As we say hello to Chris. Chris, thank you for joining us. And uh, Chris is saying hello, Stephen and Angelica. Thank you, Chris. And to everybody else who's watching live, wherever you're watching live from, welcome to the broadcast. So as Angelica said, it's tongue twisters, it's idioms, and it's the letter H. And uh, watching in the group, uh, hello both, can only stay a short time. Sorry, Kit. Okay, so thank you for seeing it was you. Um, and welcome. Right, so we've got the phrases of which there are seven, I think. And we'll show the phrase on screen. I'll read it in German. Angelica will correct my pronunciation. Then we'll do a literal translation, and then we'll do the English equivalent of the German idiom. That's the plan. Anything, anything can happen from now on. And uh, Kate Plum, thank you, Chris. Thank you. It's good to know. And uh, welcome, Kate. And welcome from Angelica, too. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't want to interrupt you. You sounded like you were in the swing of it. Uh, but yes, of course, a welcome, <laughs> too. All right. Jemandem Honig ums Maul schmieren. Jemandem Honig ums Maul schmieren. So I was close then. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, yes, where do we start? Chris, uh, Chris, do you got any idea at all? Can you help with the literal translation? Um, 
Oh, let's let's look at the two nouns. Horny. Honey. Yeah. Mole, we have had um last time or the one before, I can't remember. When we had einem geschenkten Gaul schaut man nicht ins Maul. And it's just another word. It's often more used dog tree than, than usual, but it is another word for mouth. Ah, so honey and mouth. Yeah. Uh, somebody or someone. Yeah. So someone, honey and mouth, schmieren, just sound like smear. So someone spears honey on their mouth. No, jemandem means to somebody, literally translated. Okay. But that's a bit tricky, really. Okay, over to over to Chris. And Chris is saying Keptum, which we know now. <laughs> and also, uh, yes, text to text somebody honey on his mouth. Okay, yeah. so that's pretty darn close, Chris. So do you want to put the literal translation up first? I did. I have. It's there. Yeah. To smear honey around someone's mouth. Okay. And in English, we say something slightly different. And there is no way of getting from A to B without actually showing it on screen because it does literal translation. Our equivalent is to butter someone up. Now, okay. I've got no idea where to butter someone up comes from, um, but the jemandem Honig ums Maul schmieren, I think there were two, when I looked it up, I think there were two explanations. One didn't make too much sense to me, and I've forgotten it now. Uh, the other okay. one made a lot of sense to me. If you think back to the old days when you had the traveling circuses and you had uh, um, um, people with bears and they had to perform. Right. Yep. Yeah, and obviously you needed to keep the bear calm because you normally had all the people around it. So they used to reward the bear with honey, which they smeared around its mouth. So that ah. um, as a reward and to keep the bear calm. To me, oh, that really? makes a really good explanation of where it came from. Yeah, I mean, we all know that bears like honey. It's, mm. it's given. Yeah. Right. OK, on to phrase number two then. And phrase number two, German idiom is Hummeln im intern haben. Mm, that's a, almost a nice French pronunciation, but it should be <laughs> intern. <laughs> intern Hummeln yeah. right. im intern haben. Right. Um, intern is, uh, I'm going to stay with French, derriere. <laughs> okay. Um, a pain in the backside? Not quite. Hummel are bumblebees. Bees? Let's just see a Chris, any ideas? Um, okay. Okay, so we're going to go with a literal translation, which is phrase two is bumblebees in one's backside. Yeah, I was well, being polite as well. I used backside. <laughs> I could have yes. used other words. <laughs> right, and over to Chris, and Chris is saying, no, <laughs> no idea. Keine Ahnung, das ist, das ist, ich auch, ich auch. So okay. we'll go now, with. 
bumblebees are very, very busy, aren't they? And there's a lot of movement going on with bumblebees. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And we have in English almost the same. Ah, oh, there we are. There is your answer. Well done. In English is ants in your pants, which is, is just the... as much movement as bumblebees. Yeah, I'll tell you what, that's the trans exact translation to yeah. have, to have ants in one's pants. Well played. Okay, we have a winner. There are no <laughs> prizes, it's just the knowledge that you actually got it right. Yeah, you can give yourself okay. a tap on the back in the afterwards saying, well done. <laughs> Indeed. Phrase three, das Handtuch werfen. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, and I'm going I'm going to sort of pause for a second here, give people a chance to uh, translate it. Uh, Chris and Kate, if you have a translation, please post it. We'll show it on screen. Um, hand is a hand. Tush is a Tuch. case. Tuch no, is a case. Tuch is a it's a, it's a cloth. Ah, right. So, well, it's a towel. Ah, okay. Throw in the, t right, okay. That's Kate's English equivalent. So let's go with it. And the literal translation is to throw the towel. Okay. And of course and we say to throw in the towel. Right, to give up. Do you know where that comes from? No, let's go back to the original phrase. So we actually say the same in, in German mm -hmm. and in English. We in German and English we throw in the towel. It comes from the boxing ring. It does, yeah. Wow. Right, I, I didn't wasn't able to translate it, but I did know where it came from. That's a win. Okay, wins all round this week. So phrase number four. Danach kriegt kriegt kein Hahn. Danach kriegt kein Hahn. Okay. Hahn is a hen. Not a hen. Chicken. No. The male version. Okay, go. Well, it depends on whether you're American or English, a rooster or a cockerel. Right. Okay. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> right. So, a rooster. Uh, I'm going to say cret is to crow. Yeah. And uh, donak is afterwards. Well, it, it's a bit tricky to translate literally. So, it's it's about that. So the literal translation would be no rooster or no cockerel is crowing about that. Uh, just a minute, I've got it. Uh, in Dutch, we use pepper in place of meat. <laughs> I'm going back to Ooh, yes. a little, yeah, yeah, I, I can live with that one, Chris. In Dutch, we use pepper in place of meat. Uh, after that, crows, no cockerel. Uh -huh. and Okay, our equivalent is nobody cares two hoots about it. Mm. So, and the German origin, the, the cockerel who crows, 
Um, well, we all know the cockerel crows first thing in the morning to wake up the chickens, but they actually yeah. also crow during the day to warn about something that's happening. Yeah. And um, if a story is so old, so old fashioned, so who cares? Yeah, even the cockerel isn't crowing about it anymore. No. And that's okay. where that comes from in German. Where the two hoots come from in English, I don't know. Perhaps we'll find out. Over. And after that, guys, now cockerel was pretty good. Pretty good. And uh, Chris is saying nobody will say anything about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 an old story. It's irrelevant. Nobody cares about it anymore. It's old news. Yeah. Okay. Phrase number five. Hints und Kunst. <laughs> yeah. Which. Now, I, I've got to say, I was intrigued by this one, so I actually looked at the translation. Because <laughs> um, I thought, well, what's this about? <laughs> what could this possibly be about? I mean, it's got a capital, so it's obviously a person. It's, it's a noun. We know it's a noun or a name. Um, so I can't ask you to translate this because this is why I can't ask you it's the same <laughs> they're just names they're actually short names um they are short names for heinrich or they used to be let's say this way they used to be short short versions for heinrich and conrad which in the 11th and 12th uh, century were the most popular names and uh, if every Heinrich and Conrad know something because there are so many of them. That right. would be the same as in English. Anyone? Let's have a go. And kind of Arnold. Okay, we stumped. We stumped Kate. And uh, Chris is saying no idea either. So there we go. And I would. Uh, I wouldn't have an idea because to give us two names. Um, well, in English, it's three names. Same idea, mm -hmm. but three names. Okay. <laughs> the phrase we would use in England is every Tom, Dick and Harry. Yeah, if every Tom, Dick and Harry knows it, then everybody knows it. And my right. guess is it's probably the same reason why they've used Tom, Dick and Harry and why they've used Hints and Kunz in German. So we've gone from two popular German names in the 11th and 12th centuries, Heinrich and Karl. Uh, no, it was Konrad, and they, Konrad. they were shortened to Hinz and Kunz. Right. Okay. Literal translation is the same, and then magically we end up with uh, Tom, Dick, and Harry. Okay. All right. Phrase number six then. Mit jemandem ein Hündchen rupfen müssen. Ja, mit jemandem ein Hündchen rupfen müssen. Ja, yeah, I've got to say, we, when we did uh, season one, episode one, my pronunciation wasn't as good as it is now. Because no, I, yes. I used to get corrected all the time. Um, so lessons must be going well. Um, 
Right, Hunchen is a chicken. That's a chicken, yeah. I've got my chicken. Right, okay. <laughs> Mussen is must. Yeah, or to have to, which we tend to use in English. Yeah. Okay, I need some help. This is ask the audience. So, Kate, Chris, have you got any idea on the translation? Um, mit jemandem ein Hunschen rupfen müssen. We know there's a chicken in there. Yeah. We know there's a must in there. Then we know there's someone in there with everyone. Now with somebody, yeah. With some, with somebody, a chicken. I don't know. Have we got any more guesses? Um, okay. So you're stuck on Rupfen. I'm stuck on Rupfen, yeah. Yeah, which is to pluck. Right. Uh, somebody must pluck the chicken. Well, mit jemanden is to, and müssen, as you said, is must or have to. It's to have to pluck a chicken with somebody or someone. Right. Okay. Uh, oh, Chris is coming with an answer to how to pluck a chicken with somebody and oh to Chris to call a chicken with somebody. somebody. Okay, we were close. You that were very close. close yes, although um, calling a chicken and plucking a chicken, I think the chicken will tell you there's a slight difference. Well, it's the, it's which would the chicken prefer? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, we, I mean, I talk to our chickens and I know that they enjoy being talked to. Um, it'd be a different um, thing if we actually well, we would never do that. They will never be on a, on a table. The question is now, what's the English equivalent? Well, because that's good. you have to pluck a chicken with somebody. This is an idiom. So we're not talking literally about plucking a chicken. No. Although the origin comes from that, which I will explain in a minute. Um, have an argument? No, it's more afterwards, okay. possibly. I'm going to be rescued by Kate. And Kate's saying to ruffle feathers. Ruffle feathers, that probably would work as well. That wasn't the one that I've chosen as a um, the English idiom, but yes, that would work as well, I guess. Okay, so... Okay. To have a bone to pick with somebody. Okay. Now, I've so, got no idea where the English equivalent comes from. Um, the German, mit jemandem ein Hühnchen rupfen müssen, if you think, in, I mean, we're talking about the old days when people sat there and literally plucked chickens by hand. And it mm -hmm. was a very long, tedious job, but it didn't take much concentration. So it was the perfect time to sit with somebody and clarify a discussion or an argument. Okay. Where the um, bone comes from? Why we say in English to have a I have a bone to pick with you? I don't know. I don't know. Perhaps we we can. Well, you've researched already, so. Well, I've researched the the German one, so the German one oh, makes right. sense to me. But I haven't researched the English one, so I don't know where that comes from. Well, p perhaps uh, there were two chicken legs, and they were being fought over. <laughs> Who's, who gets the breast and who gets the leg? Especially, great question at Christmas time. <laughs> I don't um, know. Okay. Now right. your favourite. Okay, now these are specially labelled phrase, 
tongue twister phrase number one. And it's the only one there is. And I've actually scrolled it this time. Hans Hurt, Intern, Altshaus, Hubert Hansen, Heiser, Huston. Yeah, every word starts with an H. How cool That's is that? Well, well played. Oh, oh dear. Go, 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 go. Hans Hurt, Hinterm Holzhaus, Hubert Hansen, Heiser Husten. I mean, quicker than the scrolled because I've got it in front of me on the screen. <laughs> I, I can't adjust the speed of the scroll. That's the thing. So take that off. That would okay. actually, that would be a nice slow version then, wouldn't it? It's, everybody could yeah. do it. Hans Hurt, Hinterm Holzhaus, Hubert Hansen, Heiser Husten. Right. Okay. Now. This next one, I'm going to I'm going to change it. I'm going to try. I'm going to go for it here. I'm going to edit it. I'm going to put it like that and see how this works. OK, there is. An English tongue twister. No, it's not. A, this is just a translation in English. It isn't a, a tongue twister. Right. This will make no sense whatsoever, but I'm going to read it anyway. <laughs> Hans hears Hubert Hansen coughing hoarsely behind the wooden house. Yeah. That's the literal translation. Uh, it uh, is. It, it uh, isn't a tongue twister in English, but you can see because in German we've noticed every word started with H. Yeah. Uh, whereas here in English now it doesn't, although almost we've got quite a few H words here, but not quite. Hmm. So it's not much. It's It, it wouldn't be much of a, a tongue twister. It would be pretty boring as a tongue twister because there's no fun in that sentence. But in German, because every word starts with an H, it's a bit more fun. Okay, I'll edit that one too, because it'll make life easier. Because that will all show on screen. That's better, isn't it? Yeah, see, all ages. Okay. Hans Hurt, Hinterm Holzhaus, Hubert Hansen, Heiser Husten. Okay. Right, now, uh, you've listened to me mangle the German language. No, What's going to happen next? Thank you. Hey, I win. Um, <laughs> what will happen now is Angelica will read the German and I will read the English. So you get perfect German and almost perfect English. So we're going to recap. Let's go. Jemandem Honig ums Maul schmieren. It also means I've got twice as much work to do because I've got yep. to do. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I've got the literal translation and the equivalent English phrase. Uh, the literal translation is to smear honey around someone's mouth. And our equivalent is to butter someone up. Okay, over to Angelica. Hummeln im Hintern haben. And in, in this case, the German's actually shorter than the English because the English is. To have bumblebees in one's backside. Well, but the English idiom uh, is just as short. Okay, well, actually, the, idiom. the English idioms are shorter. To have ants in one's pants. Because we actually we just say ants in your pants, isn't it? <laughs> Even shorter. And Chris said uh, in Dutch we have pepper in place of ants. Okay. All right. I don't um, fancy either of it. <laughs> no, neither do I. Right. Phrase three. Das Handtuch werfen. The literal translation, as we learned earlier, is to throw the towel. And the English equivalent of the idiom is to throw in the towel. Okay. Phrase four. 
danach kräht kein Hahn. Oh, you said that so well. <laughs> you put emotion into it. Kind of the same with this. No rooster cockerel is crowing about that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll stop with the accents. Uh, nobody cares two hoots about it. Phrase number five. Gins and guns. And my translation, <laughs> well, Angelica's translation is hints and cunts, which are German names. And our equivalent is every Tom, Dick and Harry. So we've got three people, you've only got two. So yeah. we win. Phrase six. Mit jemandem ein Hühnchen rupfen müssen. And the literal translation is uh, to have to pluck a chicken with somebody. Okay. I've actually done that, you know, with my uncle. Oh, I've done he, it. He had a farm and uh, he kept chickens. And my aunt said, we need a chicken for dinner. So no option, but um, to have a bone to pick with somebody is the English equivalent. Right, yes. tongue twister time. I've, I've done it once with my grandmother, pluck a chicken, but we didn't have any arguments. We just had a nice conversation. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hans hört hinterm Holzhaus Hubert Hansen heiser husten. Brilliant. And I get the easier task of reading out the English, uh, which is Hans hears Hubert Hansen coughing hoarsely behind the wooden house. Wow. Okay. So that was H, wasn't it? That yeah. was, I remind ourselves, that was idioms and tongue twisters, letter H. Angelica, I, I, I'm going to, well, no, I can't guess. What what's, When are we live next and what's the programme going to be? Well, we're live next in two weeks' time. Um, I have got no idea what date that is. Hang on, let me check. That will be the 29th of October. And um, hopefully I will find enough idioms and hopefully a tongue twister with a letter I. I, I, I actually guessed that. that would be <laughs> We're going through the alphabet. Yeah. Um, okay. Can I mention the new course that's coming out or should I not? There you are. I've done it. There is a new... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can do it in two weeks' time because it may be live by then. <laughs> right. Just watch out for a new German language course from Angelica. Yeah, and it will be a different one. It won't be a grammar course. <sighs> right. Okay. So having teased you with that, you've only got to wait two weeks and you'll know exactly what it is. And uh, if, if will there be coupons? Uh, most likely it's the, the Udemy is changed. So I don't I, I need to look into it again. But right. yeah, there will be something. Yeah, as, as you've watched this show today, we can say without fear of contradiction that there may be coupons. <laughs> That's good. See? Right. Okay. So we have a tradition. Angelica, it's over to you. Well, thank you for watching and um, hope to hear from you or read text from you and see you again in two weeks' time when we're looking at idioms and uh, hopefully a tongue twister with a letter I. Until then, it's just for me. Oh, I can't see the camera. The camera's here. And tschüss for me. Bis später. We got there. And that's a wrap. And just take a comment that's come in. And before we go,
And Katie saying, Danke, das war ausgezeichnet. Dankeschön. Bitte sehr. And Chris is saying thank you so much as well. Thank you, Chris. Thank hey. you for watching. We'll be back. <laughs>